All right, all right, all right. Let's make sure I got everything in order. I don't want to miss anything that I wanted to talk about today, especially answering your questions. That is what we are focused on in this episode. So looks like I got everything situated and let's get started. Hey, 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 what is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of AdventureCast, the podcast that revolves around Adventure Quest worlds and everything AE. I'm your host, Lanky, and today we are on the sixth episode. That's pretty sweet. We're doing really, really well with this podcast, and we are just flying through these episodes. I can't believe I've already been doing this for a month. That's insane. That, that time flew by really fast. <laughs> I guess time time goes fast when you're having fun. Um, before I kick off today's episode, which today we are going to be doing uh, a Twitter Q&A, uh, Discord questions, and kind of like a, kind almost like a Reddit AMA, basically. Um, because I, there's no interview today. I'm sorry about that. And this episode might be a little short because of this is just a, a, uh, a q and I didn't want to leave you guys episode list because that stinks. So I, I didn't want to do that. So I apologize if this episode is a little shorter than the past two. Uh, I got scheduled for work on one of my days off. The only day I can do interviews because since I upload on Saturday mornings, I can only do interviews on Friday, and I have Friday and Saturday off at work, and my work schedule is ridiculous. Uh, so, no interview today, just Q&A. I thought it'd be kind of nice to see what you guys wanted me to talk about and what uh, questions you wanted me to answer, so that's what we're going to be doing today. But before we hop into that, uh, I want to say, I, I went to my podcast um, hosting site that... Uh, you know, distributes my podcast via the RSS feed, which is the, uh, the podcast hosting service is Red Circle, by the way. If anyone out there randomly is looking to start a podcast, I recommend using Red Circle because they're completely free and they do a really, really good job. And so far, this past month of me doing this and using them, I, I, I have no complaints. Um, apparently, I went to where they where you can distribute your podcast to different services and apparently I didn't know this but if you guys use Google Podcasts and Radio Public I I don't know what Radio Public is I'm assuming it's like a, obviously a, a radio podcast um, application where you can we can listen to those things I've never heard of it I don't know how many people use it I, I would assume not many people listening right now are probably using Radio Public but anyway um, the Red Circle automatically distributes to Google Podcasts and Radio Public. So the list just is growing of where you can find this podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you can find it on Stitcher now, and Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and of course, YouTube. So we're kind of just filling the board of of possibilities for you guys to listen to AdventureCast. So I thought that was pretty interesting, and I wanted to share that with you guys. Now, before we get started, let me take a take a nice old sip of my naked juice. I am drinking tropical guava. This juice is pretty good. I've been really enjoying uh, the naked juice. <laughs> if you guys drink that, I don't know, <laughs> something random that just came to mind that I, I don't know why I said it out loud. <laughs> but if you guys drink that, let me know what flavor you guys like in the comments below. But now we're gonna hop over to Twitter. I sent out a tweet on June 2nd saying I am recording episode six and I said I won't be able to do any interviews because I got scheduled to work on my day off, which is the only day I can do interviews. But you guys already knew that because I said that at the beginning of this episode, but I'm reading my tweet. So and then I said maybe I'll do a QA or an AMA. I will also talk about more things on AdventureCast, so send your questions below. And we got some we got a few questions. I sent that out kind of, you know, late at night, around 9, 10 p.m., my time here in Florida. Um, 
So, you know, I didn't, I didn't get as many questions as I thought I would because it, it was late. So, But we got a few, and I also sent out a second tweet uh, the next day at 10.51 a.m. I did it in the daytime so people could have a chance to ask questions if they didn't see the previous tweet. I said, if you guys want your questions to be answered in episode six of AdventureCast, comment down below. Ask me anything. I want to hear what questions you have. And I got a few more there. So... We're going to hop into the first tweet, and we're going to kick off this uh, this Twitter Q&A with a question from Tanapire. Tanapire asks two questions. I'm going to start off with the first, and the first one says, Of all the changes you'd love to see in AQW, what changes would you love to see the most to keep it relevant, and why? Do you, in all honesty, think AQW Mobile, AQ2D, will outdo and outperform AQW if ever released? Or do you feel AQW will still be AE's top game in 2022? I like this question a lot because I have a few thoughts on AQ2D, excuse me, and um, AQW still being AE's top game. So I'll start off with AQ2D and then we'll hop into uh, AQW being the top game in 2022. Do I think in all honesty that AQ2D will outdo and outperform AQW if ever uh, released. To be honest with you, I, I, it's hard. I, I want it to. I want it. I, I want it to be good. I want it to shine. I want it to flourish. They say that they are transferring. I, now, don't quote me on this. I believe I saw this. I don't have it in front of me, but I want to say I saw them say that they are transferring everyone's stuff over to this so you can still have um your you know your character your level your classes your items because there's a lot a lot of items there's like probably over ten thousand items i would say the game's been going for what 13 years maybe more so there's a lot of a lot of things that they need to uh bring over to aq2d aq mobile what whatever the name is i've i have no idea um at this point, I would really like it to, uh, I want it to do well. I really, really do. But I don't know if it's going to outperform AQW. And here's why. AQW has been, uh, let me, how do I say this? Okay, so for example, right now, there's a ton of people quitting AQW. And they're like, oh, AQW is dying right now and that's that's the reason they're leaving but that happens every single year that happens all the time every year people are like oh i quit this game's dying blah 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 six months down the road they're back and fully in the community once again like no one ever really leaves this game um so i don't think it will outperform aqw i i, I just i don't i think it i think it'll do well and I want it to do well. I really, really do. And who knows? I could be completely wrong. I could be totally wrong. Um, but I think AQW will still be uh, AE's top game for a long time. I, I just think it always will be. Like, no matter what. Like, take um, take take Jagex, who makes RuneScape, right? Old school RuneScape has always been and always will be their top game. Once they made RuneScape 3, everyone just, honestly, it was not a good idea, but at the same time, I'm glad RuneScape 3 exists because it's a whole new game to explore. Everything that they 
have in the game from old school RuneScape, kind of like RS3-ified, is not great. But the new stuff they bring that is RS3 and it's all exclusively RS3 is really good. It's just a new game to explore and discover new things. And that's really cool. But people love the nostalgia factor of older games. Not Okay, so not only do people love older games, that's just the truth. There's probably more nostalgic game fans out there than there are current game fans. And there is a lot of current game fans for newer games, but people love just the old feel of old games because they're hard and they're fun to play. <laughs> there, there's no there's no in between. It's just two things. They're hard and they're fun. Um, and I think the same goes for AQW. It's so nostalgic to everyone. Um, you know, we had Adventure Quest, Dragon Fable, like all, all that stuff, like Adventure Quest Classic. Um and, and, you know, people still play that. But then, and then here comes AQW. AQW came along and it was like, what is this? This game is awesome. And it kind of just took the spot of being the number one game because people loved it so much. Um, and I think that it always will be their number one game. And I don't really ever see it dying. You know, I, I see why people say it is. But I don't think it ever really will die. And and like I was saying about RuneScape, the same thing's going on with old school RuneScape right now. People are quitting and, and not playing it. And they're saying, oh, this game's dead. It's dying. It's finally dead because they're taking forever to release things. And they're just not really listening to the community like they always usually do and say they will. They're not delivering, you know, what people want. But people still play it. There's so much content with that game that people will always be playing it and they will they will always be making videos on it and it let's just say in an alternate universe and you can apply this to AQW as well but let's say in an alternate universe everyone stops playing uh old school RuneScape there no one's making content on it you know no one's playing it it's just it's dead right someone it's gonna it's gonna do the thing where no one's gonna play it no one's gonna make videos on it for a while but then someone's gonna revive it by making a really good idea like like video wise right someone's gonna come up with a really cool series and a really good idea and be like look at this old game that i'm playing this dead game look what i'm doing with it and then boom everyone's gonna influx back to that game and it'll still hold the place as the number one game and you can apply that to aqw as well people will leave if they do and it will quote-unquote die which i like i said i don't think it will but it'll quote-unquote die let's just say let's just say like in this alternate universe it's dead boom aqw gravestone dun 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 it's dead um someone's gonna come up with a really cool idea something unique and creative that someone's gonna see on youtube like oh wow i used to play that game and we watched that video they're gonna watch it they're gonna get on aqw again and every it's gonna get popular. The video is somehow gonna get into the uh, what uh, what is the algorithm on YouTube, and the game's gonna get revived again, and it'll still hold the spot as the top game. And people are gonna be like, "Look at this old dead game I'm playing! Look how awesome it is! Look at this cool idea I came up with to make it fun!" And then other people are gonna try to copy that, not necessarily making videos, but. Someone's going to come up with an idea. Like when I, on my main Lanky channel, which I have 
not put a lot of attention to as of late because I'm doing this and I'm having more fun doing this right now. Um, I came up with my series Legion Logbook where I had a spinning wheel, you know, on the computer. It was a, a like a picker wheel. I had all the Legion token items, right? And I would spin the wheel and whatever I landed on, I had to grind and get. And then Legion Revenant would be the end game goal of that series. Um, and, you know, the first video that I made on it, episode one, was titled, I'm getting every single Legion token item in Adventure Quest Worlds. Um, so, like, someone's going to come up with an idea like that and see how cool it is. And then they're going to try to play the game that way. And then word of mouth, of course. And then that video and that that person makes. And then everyone's going to start playing it like that. And then everyone's going to have fun. And then more players are going to come. And then it's just it's going to start being popular again and people are still going to play it. There's a reason that there's something about this game. There's a reason that after all this time and after every year, people saying I'm quitting, it's dying, blah, blah, blah. After all that, that it goes through yet people still play it and people still love it after all these years and people still make videos on it. You know, I, heck I made a podcast on, it. you know how many times <laughs> Here, here's like a personal story. Okay. So I've been playing this game for over 10 years, right? I went through time where I played it for a long time, many, many years, just all the time, right? I had a break. I stopped. Not because I wanted to. I was kind of just like, and I don't really care for this game anymore. It's, I'm not really having fun anymore. And life gets in the way, of course. Um, and I came back, played some more, played for a little bit longer, took a break. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm really done. Like, I'm, like, I just don't care for this game anymore. I'm back. Started my lanky channel, made videos, pumped out some videos on that, had fun, took a break on that because I, you know, it, it's hard when you make videos for a game because it's really easy to lose motivation. Um, if it's not being, it's hard, it's especially hard for Adventure Quest Worlds because they update it every week and not every update is interesting to you. It might be interesting to someone else, but it's hard for you to make videos on something that you're not interested in, Right. And at that point, if you do, you're forcing yourself to make videos and you're not having fun doing it anymore because you're not doing it out of passion. You're doing it because you are forcing yourself to do it to make videos, which is not good. Um, this is starting to turn to like episode three, like the creativity episode. Um, but, you know, that happened. And then I decided oh, a light bulb moment, Jimmy Neutron brain blast. I'm like, I'm going to make a podcast. And here I am. And I'm having a lot of fun doing this. This doing this podcast has kind of rejuvenated and reignited that fire in my heart to want to play the game and I'm having a lot of fun doing this um so to answer your question uh Tana I I don't think AQW Mobile will ever outperform AQW itself but I do think that it will do well and I could be wrong like I said but I wanted to do well and that's my prediction I think it will do well and it will hold up, but I don't think it'll outperform AQW. And to answer your other question, I feel that AQW will, will it, it still is and will always be AE's top game, uh, in especially in 2022, sure. But down the road, many years down the road, I think it will always be um, the top game of AE. I hope that made sense to everyone. I feel like at some points I, I wasn't making sense. And I was kind of just talking too fast and rambling and whatnot, but... If that made sense to you, great. Uh, Tonopire asks another question. And Tonopire asks, in AQ Worlds, what gender do you prefer to play as and why? Which 
gender do you feel has the best looking gear and why? Who is your favorite NPC and why? Uh, you And then Thomas said in parentheses, you of course already know my answers for all of these because we did the interview. Um, but Tana really wants to know my answer to these questions. To start, uh, your first question, what gender do I play as and why? Okay, so in AQ Worlds and honestly in every game that I have ever played where I can uh, have my own character and choose between male and female and, and stuff like that, I, I just always choose male. Um, and my my reason isn't isn't like this crazy deep meaning. It's just because I if I'm playing a game where I can do that, I always I like to immerse myself in the game. And if I can do that through making a character and make it as much of of me as possible, that's what I'm gonna do. So I always play as a male character, and I have played games as female characters. Um, and it, you know, it, it's just as fun, but most of the time, almost all the time I'm playing as a male character because I try to make that character and put as much of myself as I can in it. Like I even try to like in Skyrim, for example, right. I, I try to download mods that have, you know, hairstyles and, and scars and, and this and that. And I try to get the same hairstyle I do in real life. I try to get the same eye color, you know, facial hair, you know, scars, because, you know, I have a few scars on my body from from work and from when I was younger, just, you know, getting hurt. I try to get scars that match what I, I try to try to make myself as as um, real as possible in that that game. So I, I do that with with every uh, game that I play. But yes, I have played as female characters and it's just as fun. And to answer um, your next question, which ties in kind of the first uh, question, which gender do you feel has the best looking gear and why? Okay, that that is, I'm 50-50. I think 50-50 for uh, male characters have really sick looking gear, and I I really like the gear that the males have, but I I really, really like some of the female gear in this game and that 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 goes for you know every other game that I play it just I don't know why sometimes I it's okay so male characters have really cool gear and it looks really really awesome but sometimes it it just looks too bulky and too big like I'm not a fan of bulky armors right I'm more of a fan of like like and I'm, I'm gonna refer to Skyrim again because I that's my favorite game of all time but like the Dark Brotherhood outfit I think is one of is probably the coolest looking armor in video game history it's so simple yet it's so badass it's so cool um so I, I'm not a fan of bulky armors I'm a fan of like those nice like like sleek cut armors that kind of accentuate muscles and you know they have little tiny intricate details that just make it good I'm I'm I, I'm more of a person that likes simplicity over like over um exaggerated details because sometimes it kind of just it it, it it gets kind of mustered up and it, it doesn't I don't know I don't know that's just me that's just me I'm putting myself out there you know whatever it's just me but um and I've noticed a lot of male armors in AQW are very bulky, and I'm not a huge fan of those. Like, my favorite armor that I'm wearing right now in AQW, like I said, this is just 
to show, like I said about the Dark Brotherhood in Skyrim, that armor. Um, the armor I'm wearing right now in AQW, which is my all-time favorite armor, it always has been, is Blood of Nolgath. It's it's sleek. It 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 just looks so cool. And and I'm sorry, I don't know the artist who probably Melatonus. What am I saying? But I could be wrong about that. But whether it was Melatonus or some other artist. I, I wish I knew 100% for sure so I'd give them credit, but I love that armor so freaking much, man. I always have. I remember the first time I saw someone wearing it, I was like, I need that. And that was, you know, when I was like, kind of, I was like, man, I can't grind. That's a lot to grind. Like, oh, forget that, you know, and then it's, then it's, you know, rare and um, I, I sadly had to get mine through an item of donated awesomeness, but I'm not ashamed to say that. And I, I don't, I don't care. That's how I got it. So what I have it and I'm happy with it and I'm happy that I have it. I, I don't care how I got it. I don't care if people know that I got it through an item of donated awesomeness. That doesn't make me a less of a person <laughs> who cares. Um, but yeah, that's how I got it and I'm happy with it and I love it and I wear it all the time and it's just such a simple armor and it's, it just speaks, has so much attitude to it, and I love it. Um, but the female gear, man, oh, so cool. And that, that goes for a lot of games. Um, the female armors look cool. And I, and I like I said, I'm 50-50. I like the male armors, but I also like the female armors. But if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I think that there's a higher percentage of female armors in, like, every single game. It, it just, it's a higher percent for, uh, for female than male that, the female armor looks really good all the time just because even in aqw like i said i don't like the huge bulky armors um but when you put those huge bulky armors on the female character because of the way their character model is they're smaller you know than than the males are um that it's it they, they still look like sleek and not huge and bulky like like you're a WWE wrestler, you know, <laughs> like when you put them on the females, they, they just, they're sleek and it looks sharp and, and just so good. So good. looks great. So, um, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> um, and your other question, who is your favorite NPC and why? Um, my favorite NPC is Dage. And the reason Dage is my favorite NPC is because when I first started playing the game, not that I was looking for, uh, you know, like, oh, like I said, who's my favorite NPC? I, I discovered the Legion and I instantly fell in love with the way Dage's NPC looked and like his, his, uh, the, the, the attitude and the tone that his NPC had, I thought was so cool. And I just, I really enjoyed all of the the legion monsters the way they looked and the armors just caught my eye and i just was like whoa like these this is what i like it it had the style of of art that i liked i i i loved the blues and the blacks and the dark grays and all those color gradients in the legion and the skulls too i thought those were really really cool i'm always a fan of like those like skull, like I'm a huge fan of Darkon's armor. I said this in the in the in Tana's interview that I'm a huge fan of like that, just like twisted like creatures and monsters, and I just love the way that looks. And Darkon's um, art really excels in that. 
Um, but I would have to say that Dage is my favorite NPC. And, you know, I'm, I, I, yes, I call myself a Legion person. I'm, I'm, I get quote, you know, devoted to the Legion in the game. If I had to pick a, you know, a faction, my character's always been an evil character. And I always tend to do that too. If, if I can, I don't know why. I just think those characters are cooler. And, you know, if you can choose like that path in games always just seems cooler to me, you know, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Dage is my favorite NPC. But actually, you know, when I now that I now I'm rethinking that almost because when I mentioned Darkon, I really like his NPC too, and I like what Darkon brings into the universe of AQW. I like his this how just sinister he is. I I like like I said, I like all the creatures and and all that, and I like how he can take fragments. And create these weapons from people. And I that's so cool to me. That's so original and creative and so out there that it's like, whoa, I need to find out more about this. It's interesting. It's engaging. Um, so I'm, I'm caught between Dage and, and Darkon right now, now that I'm thinking about it. So I hope that answered your question. <laughs> Catherine also asked me a question. Catherine asks, usually an online game has short lifespan with five years as a great milestone yet aqw is almost 13 years old which is beyond amazing i agree with you that is beyond amazing that's a, a, a really great lifespan for an online game especially a small indie on like player supported online game excuse me um why do you think people still play aqw what do you think is the strength of aqw i have my reasons to still play aqw but maybe you can give yours I kind of touched a little bit about this on Tana's uh, first question. Um, the reason I still think people play AQW is is that it's hard for me to, to put my finger on it and say, here you go, this is the reason. Um, there is something about this game, and everyone that's been playing it as long as I have, or, you know, and leaves and comes back, they, you just, you know what I'm talking about, that there is just something about this game that uh, always has people coming back and always still playing. I started playing this game when I was 15, I believe, 14, 15, 15 or 15. Um, I'm 26. I'm almost 30 and I'm still playing this game. Um there's just something about it. I, I think that when you've played for a long time, you've played through really, really awesome releases that have like no flaws. Like in the golden age of AQW, that all these years you have in your head that like that has to happen again. Because it has, they have released extremely cool releases throughout the years leading up to this point. And you know, when you think that when they keep re releasing releases that you don't really like, you know, for X period of time and you're like, man, I just maybe all hope is lost. Maybe it's not. Boom. They come out with one that draws you back in. It kind of you you kind of get that 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 um, oh, what's the, I can't what's the, I'm, I have a word. I can't reach the word. What What is it? Um, it kind of just satisfies that craving of wanting uh, a good release and 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 something that just you 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 love. I, I don't know. It's just something 
AKW just has something, man. They have a lot of cool releases. The stories are awesome. A lot of them are really, really cool and original. And they're so interesting. And they're so... I think it's that there's so much to do in this game. All these releases that... Um, and, and, and so many armors and, and items there, there's just so much that you could never really play the game 100% just because there's so much like you could, excuse me, you could never be 100% complete, excuse me again, my gosh, what is in this naked juice making me hiccup all the time? What is going on? Um, there's, there's, I don't think there's a way you can ever really play and beat this game 100% completion. Um, you know, well, of course there's not because things go rare and, and releases go rare and, and all that. So I don't think there's a way you can really uh, fully do that. I think that a lot of people seek out like end game, like actually beating the game, but you never can. So they're constantly trying to, to do that. So they'll always be playing it. Um, and the art and the community is is really it's a good one. But there's also parts of the community that are not good. But that's with anything that you have, right? Anything that becomes popular um, or some anything that's too important, always there's always parts of it that are bad, you know? Um, especially on Twitter. Twitter, I, <laughs> I hate Twitter uh, a lot. Um, <laughs> and I, I, when I say that, I don't mean that I just, I hate people on Twitter like I just I, I dread just going on Twitter and, and tweeting and all that like it's not that it's just like Twitter I've seen the good and bad of Twitter not just in this community but you know just in other communities Twitter to me is and I can't remember who said this but I saw a video or like a stream highlight video or something along those lines of someone and I and I wish I could remember who said it so I give them credit but I do remember they said, I don't know if this is word for word or it, it was something along the lines of this. And it's 100% true. Um, Twitter is like this cannibal. It's, it's a bunch of people and it's a cannibalistic machine and everyone is eating themselves alive and eating others alive. Um, and that is so true. Twi people on Twitter are, are so entitled and it's just such a, a hateful place at times. And there are parts that are just so hateful. Um, and, you know, it doesn't have to be. And it, and it shouldn't be. But it is. Um, and uh, I don't know. That's what I mean when I say I hate Twitter. Like, I, I don't generally like social media in general. I try to not be glued to it all the time. But it's hard. And it's hard, you know, to, be on your, to not be on your phone all the time. Because it's instant access in the palm of your hands. But... Um, you know, social media is, is, <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. You can connect with people and, you know, uh, it's a curse because <laughs> it's, if you say something or don't agree with someone, the whole world attacks you and it, it, it's stupid. Um, but, but, you know, like this game, I think also the reason people still play this game is because it's, this game is very social. Um, you know, it might not be the real I think Helimod said this in his newest video um he said that you know this game is very social and he, he was talking about AQ3D but this goes for all these on any online game especially AQW uh that this game is very social and 
you people don't keep playing because of the releases they keep playing because of their friends and the fun that they're having with their friends um and i think that's very true and you know i for this whole time until and until really this podcast um you know all my friends on my friends list which was probably like 10 people they they were just never on for all these years, I've been playing this game by myself, and I've tried to get my other friends to play it, but they never stuck with it, really. So I've been playing this game alone <laughs> by myself all the time, and it sucks because everyone is AQW, or AQW, man, my gosh, is AFK a lot of the time in this game. Um, but, you know, for it's very ironic. For a social game, everyone's not being social. But ever since this podcast that I started... You know, I've I've been able to play with people and actually talk to people and hang out and have fun. And I think that's another reason what reignited my love for the game and want to keep playing. Gosh, I really don't know if I answered your question at all. <laughs> I feel like I, I went off into the weeds a lot. But, I, you know, I, I think people still play AQW because they just like playing it. I, I, I don't know. You know, they, they don't ever want to let go of that. Okay, you know what I really think it is? I think that it is that people don't ever want to let go that piece of their life. Like that fun that they had as a kid playing this game and through all the really cool releases and all the potential that you know the game has, they don't want to let go of that. That's very uncomfortable to them to ever want to think about really letting go of that. And the times they tried, they always come back. You always come back. It, it just, it is what it is. Um, If I had to say that, I would say that's the reason people still play uh, AQW, but that that's my opinion, and I I hope I answered your question, Catherine. I'm sorry if I if I went off into the weeds or I totally just didn't answer it the way you thought I would, but I tried my best. Um, you asked another question, Catherine. You said, "What do you think is the strength of AQW right now?" Well, actually, it's hard because they've had a lot of strengths, which are uh classes they've had a lot of strengths in their classes um with their art and with their stories um you know not all the time they have good stories or stories that people really enjoy but they do have them and they still do do them um and you know you can still get that out of this game definitely the art i i want to say the number one reason the number, excuse me, the number one strength of AQW is the art, the, the, the community, all the talented artists in the community, um, are, are really good. And I think they bring a lot of strength to the game. And, and if I had to choose, I would say that the art right now is, is the strength of the game, but in the golden era of AQW, yeah, they had really cool art, but the releases, man, the stories, like the Mirror Realm, that will probably always be one of my favorite re- releases. Excuse me. Um, you know, it was the uh, the stories, but right now, I would I would say the art. Uh, so yeah, I hope that that was a a good answer for you. Uh, your you, I think you did. You ask another question. Uh, ba You said, why do I still think people still play? What is the strength? Uh, no. Okay. I answered your questions. So yay. Woo. Um, <laughs> the next question comes from Helimod. 
which if you guys haven't subscribed to Helimod, man, he's really, really funny. He he's such a a a, a creative uh, content creator. He plays AQ3D, and that's the vi- those are the videos he makes. He's an AQ3D content creator, and he is really good. He he definitely needs more. He I, he needs more subscribers. I don't know why he doesn't have. He only has like six hundred and like. He's in the 600 range. I'm not looking at his channel right now, so I don't know the exact number, but I do know it's in the 600 range. Um, Helimod definitely needs needs more subscribers. I, I, I can't support him enough. He's so funny. I, I, don't, I don't even play AQ3D, you know, but I find myself watching his videos all the time, and when he uploads, I, I love his videos. He's hilarious. But Helimod asked a question. He said, when's Helimod going to be a guest? And anytime, Helimod, just let's set something up message me on twitter or discord or or uh anything where you can reach me youtube comment whatever um yeah reach out and we'll we'll make it happen uh, definitely i i love having anyone and everyone that i can be a guest because everyone has so much so many things to say and so many interesting stories to tell and and stuff and conversations to offer to the podcast that i please i would love to have you on i think that would be really really fun and i think that'd be a really good time so hello mod hit me up we'll set some up dude zanza who is a class balance tester asked me a question and zanza asked have classes ever been an integral part of your gameplay experience if so which classes stood out to you and why if not what changes need to be made in order for classes to become more engaging and rewarding with regards to gameplay mechanics interactivity etc and Zanza says, thanks. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I should say you're welcome after I answer your question. Um, so for, for me, I've, it's weird. I've never really been a class person. I'm very boring. I'm, to be honest with you, I'm terrible at the game. <laughs> uh, I've been playing for over 10 years, but I'm terrible at the game. But um, classes have never really been an integral part of my gameplay experience. Um, and I'm not quite sure what has been an integral part of my gameplay experience. I, I, I just, I just have fun playing the game. And, and I, I, I think the armors for me have been a real integral part of the gameplay experience because I can, I, I just love the way certain armors look. I, that's, I don't know. That's a weird, I don't know. That's a weird thing to have an integral part of your gameplay but you know i've I've always been drawn to that classes never really have been you know important to me which is weird to say because they are important and i i don't know i've just never been a class guy you know i've you see people when you check their character page and everything they have so many classes like tens and hundreds of classes honestly i have probably about 10 classes total. I've even had classes and then got rid of them because I don't use them. Um, but I've never been a class guy. The most amount of classes I've probably ever had is around 10. And I don't even use all of them. They'll just sit in my bank or semi-inventory for years. Um, so, I don't know. Classes have never really been an integral part of my gameplay. But I'm trying to make them a very integral part of my gameplay. And a very important part of my gameplay. Because they are. And the, the more classes I've... I use, I'm like, wow, this is actually really cool. These are, these are awesome. And I need, I need to have more of them because they're so diverse. Um, 
you said you also said if so which classes stood out to you and why um classes that stood out to me right now uh i'll say right now underworld chronomancer stands out to me a lot <laughs> um because i one i love the way the class art looks like the the armor i just absolutely love that armor i fell in love with it very quickly when i saw it um and you know i i've, I've always kind of thought chronomancers were pretty cool and that was my first ever class i got from a calendar um and it's just really strong it never really lets me down i like it <laughs> um you know, I that's my main class that I use is 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 that. But before, and and still a class that holds very dear to my heart is Dark Side, because it felt really good to be a part of something. It felt really good to have something, and it go rare. And those people that missed it missed out. It, well, but now I think you can get it with an item of donated awesomeness, so it kind of takes away that that feeling of yes i i was a part of this i got this really rare I, it's kind of like winning the lottery um but you know it takes away that you know i got this thing and and everyone else that didn't get it missed out on it and everyone loves when people have it. like oh my god you have dark side yeah pe you know people always use that they're like oh wow you have dark side like what the heck that's so cool oh i wish i missed out on it. i you know it I, the dark side class is so cool but now everyone has it um but dark side stood out to me because uh when i used that class and i, I still do use it uh the art was awesome the armor was awesome and is and i loved it though especially the battle but the wolf was so cool um i don't know it was it was my first farming class really and i i fell in love with it instantly and I used that for so many years. That was my main class for for so many years. Um, and I still use it. Uh, it. It Something about it just feels good. I don't know. It feels balanced. And, you know, people out there that are hardcore class people could probably, are probably tearing me apart right now. I'm probably telling me reasons why it might not be. But I don't know. To me, it feels balanced. And... It, it, it just it just feels it feels right it just feels right uh right now what stands out to me and what i love is underworld chronomancer but in reality what the one i love the most is dark side and the new dark lord class is really good too i haven't used that too much but uh i i have been using that and it's been really really good i hope that answered your question uh, you said, also, if not, what changes need to be made in order for classes to become more engaging and rewarding with regards to gameplay mechanics, interactivity, etc.? Hmm. Okay. Uh, so, changes that I think need to be made in order for classes. Let me, let, me, let me think about that. Let me reread that again. If not, what changes need to be made in order for classes to become more engaging rewarding uh with regards to gameplay mechanics interactivity extract ah oh, man i i think to me to me i feel a lot of classes feel the same if that 
if that makes sense. Uh, like I said, I'm not a class guy and I haven't used a lot of classes, but the ones that I have, there's a lot of times where I'll get a class and I'll use it and I'll be like, this just, this feels the same as the last class. Um, I'm, that's a really good question, Zanza. Man, I wish I had more to say on that one. Oh man, that's, that's a really good one. Um, I don't know. It to, to me, they, they just, they feel this, the same. A lot of classes to me feel the same. Um, for them to be more rewarding, uh, mm, God, man, why you stumped me on this question. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm like, just, I'm sitting here like, man, what, what do, I'm just not the guy to ask this question, I guess. Um, I don't, wow, Zanza, I might have to come back to this question. I'm not quite sure. Um, okay, so if I had to say something off the top of my head right now, uh, so I can answer your question about uh, what changes do I think need to be made for classes to become more engaging and rewarding. Um, for the engaging part, I, I would say have... It's hard to say because even though classes feel the same, a lot of their abilities are very diverse. Um, like, okay, Underworld Chronomancer, you can have these power-ups. There's like four or five of them that you can use in like your potion slot that'll affect the abilities of the other skills or they'll have like certain attributes that it gives to you. And I like that part of underworld chronomancer to me that's engaging and i really like that man that was a really lame answer <laughs> i i don't know i'm just i'm honestly to to be completely transparent with you i'm honestly i i i don't know I, i've never thought of that that i'm gonna be honest with you i've never thought of that before and now i'm like on the spot to think about it and i, and I can't um i hope what i said about the underworld chronomancer and the and the certain abilities you can use and and add to your your action bar, um, to me, that's engaging. I, wow, that Zanza, you ask good questions. You stump me. I, I'm afraid to do the next Q and A because you're gonna come out with another banger question and stump me again, live on air. So I don't know. I I hope that was that answered your question, um, Zanza. And if it didn't, I apologize because I'm I'm terrible at this apparently. CDE. Asked me a question saying, what is the timeline of your main classes used? CDE says that mine goes Mage, Shaman, Necromancer, Chunin, Chaos Slayer, Legion Dune Knight, Legion Revenant, then Void, High Lord, and CDE still uses Legion Revenant for farming. The main, the timeline of my main classes used, it's very small and, <laughs> and it's not as interesting as yours. <laughs> um, I... Recently, I've been using Blazebinder, and I and I really like Blazebinder. So I would put that in my timeline of main classes. Probably Blazebinder or Darkside Blazebinder, uh, Dark Lord and Underworld Chronomancer. Those are my four classes that I always use. Those are my main classes. Like I said, I don't have many classes, um, but my absolute main classes, Underworld Chronomancer. I I don't have a very interesting timeline like you do, or any cool classes like you do. I I, I think I still have Necromancer. Or, oh, I forgot about Mindbreaker. Oh, my God, Mindbreaker. How could I forget Mindbreaker? Oh, 
Love that class. Um, I still use Mindbreaker as well. Something about that class too. It just feels right. I love Mindbreaker. I'm gonna add that. So that, that's five in my uh, in my my main class timeline that I use. And I, and I, I I'm trying to remember the other classes. I I know I have Necromancer. I use Necro. I used to use Necromancer a lot when it came out, um, but I haven't used it in years. Uh, but yeah. I, that that was awesome, man. I'm I'm really bad at this. I'm getting oh, drop my phone. Oh no, trying to read stuff. My questions. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, I'm I'm very bad at this whole Q and A thing. Apparently, our last Twitter question before we hop into Discord comes from Sky the Sky AE. You may know this guy for loving ducks, and that is exactly what this question is about. The most important question ever: Do you like ducks? Uh, yeah. I mean, why not? Duck, ducks are cool. I've never had any problems with ducks. They're kind of just there. They're doing their thing. They're chilling, you know, eating bread when people feed them. I, I fed ducks when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, I like ducks. Ducks are pretty cool. And just to make this more interesting, I'm going to give you some interesting duck facts. There's a little animal segment here on AdventureCast called Adventure Animal Seg- Facts. I don't, whatever, dude. I don't, I don't know what I would call this segment, but... To answer your question, all ducks have highly waterproof feathers. A duck's feathers are so waterproof that even when the duck dives underwater, the downy under layer of feathers right next to the skin will stay completely dry. Did you know that? I, You probably did. You love ducks. Um, ducks are omnivores and will eat grass, aquatic plants, insects, seeds, fruit, fish, crustaceans and other types of food ducklings younger than 10 days tend to swim and walk as a group always close to their mother to avoid the attack of predators that's pretty interesting i've seen that before when ducks are crossing the street and they're always really close to the mom in a little line that's so cute ducks are awesome most duck species are monogamous for a breeding season but they do not often mate for life. Instead, they will seek out new mates each year, choosing the healthiest, strongest, best mate who can help them pass on their genes to a new duckling generation. They're always they're trying to make really strong, good ducks. Really good swimmers. Um, really good at eating bread. So they want to have they want to have good ducks. Ducks are outgoing social animals who feel most at ease when they're in a large group of other ducks. Wow. They are just social butterflies. Apparently, I didn't know that. Ducks can live up to 20 years. What? Depending on the species and if well cared for. Are you serious? 20 years? No way. I feel I feel a duck's only gonna live 20 20 years. What? Oh my gosh, 20 years. Wow. I feel like a duck would live 20 years if you're taking care of it. And really taking care of it good, but I feel like it's out in the wild. It's not gonna last twenty years, and if it does, that's a that is a legendary duck right there. Our last duck fact before I hop into Discord because I, you guys didn't come here to listen to a a duck podcast, but oh, that's a good idea. I might start a duck. Hey, Sky, let's start a duck podcast. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, last fact: ducks have been domesticated as pets and farm animals. For more than 500 years, and all domestic ducks are descended from either the mallard or the muscovy duck. Mallards, especially, are easy to crossbreed with other types of ducks, and mallards often hybridize with all types of ducks at local ponds. Wow. That was your duck segment. Uh, Sky, ducks are awesome. 
Alrighty, hopping into Discord, I have a uh, little a channel in my Discord called Segment Ideas, and I've been getting a few posts in there, and I haven't really, haven't really answered them yet. So I think this is a perfect time to answer these. I have three segment ideas that I'm gonna talk about, and they're each unique and really cool. Uh, the first segment comes from J6. He asked in my Discord. He said, "Theoretical Adventure Quest movie discussion. What would the story be?" Who would it follow? Animated or live action? Who would be cast? Okay. All right. This is right up my alley because I am a film fanatic. I love movies. I love film. I, I, I absolutely love it. So I hope the people listening love movies also because you. who knows if you'll know the actors I'm talking about that I might mention. So theoretical Adventure Quest movie discussion. Okay. What would the story be? Okay, let's start off, or actually, let's start off, who I who would I cast? Because that, that, J6 also asked that, who, who would I cast? But wait, to answer that, I need to know who would it follow? Oh my gosh. Okay, I think my story would follow Sepulcher. I think, yeah, hmm, this would be a, a, a very evil story. I, I, oh man, wait, would it follow Sepulcher? Hmm. What if, what if, oh, you know what? Just kidding. No, no, no. I take that back. No, forget that. Throw that. Trash. Trash it. I don't want it. I, I think I would make a movie about, here we go, about Yolgar, okay, and his inn, and his backstory would be really, like, he was like a, he, he was like an ex, like, like, knight, like a military knight guy who, who was just the best. Like he was this John Wick legendary, legendary knight. Um, and then he, he left that behind him because he was tired of fighting and tired of all these wars and, and tired of, of killing enemies and all these people that he decided he, it, it's almost kind of like a Rambo story, right? Like he's this great legendary, like, like war veteran. And then he goes off and he's trying to, trying to start a new life. So he builds this inn in battle on, and he has trouble doing that because they keep trying to get him for missions and he has to go on one last mission and that it's going to be the most craziest mission he's ever been on. Um, so it would kind of follow that idea. Uh, who would I cast? I would cast Daniel Day-Lewis as Yolgar because he's my favorite actor. Uh, every every role he plays is, is <laughs> oh, that guy can act. I'm sad he retired, but I don't think he ever will. I think he'll be back. Um, so I would cast Daniel Day-Lewis to play Yolgar. <laughs> so that would mean that it would be live action. It wouldn't be animated. Heck no. It would be... I, you know what? I'll give you a list. Uh, who would direct it? Not No, not me. <laughs> I'm no director. I would have Paul Thomas Anderson direct it. One of my favorite directors. Roger Deakins do the cinematography. And I would have Daniel Day-Lewis uh, play Yolgar, and who would score the movie would be Hans Zimmer, probably. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> that would be such an insane thing. Ever. Oh my, we need to make that happen. I that needs to happen. That's insane. Uh, yeah, J Six. I <laughs> I hope that was. That, that answers your question. Our next segment idea comes from Inanitus. 
Uh, Ananatist, or his segment idea was NPC battles. Pick two NPCs and talk about who would win in a fight to the death. Love this. Um, okay, so I'm I'm gonna go back to what I said earlier in this episode about my favorite NPC. I would I would do Dage and Darkon, uh, fighting to the death. I think they're both unique and and powerful, and I think you know, and they're just they're super powerful. To, to to their their own respect i i think them fighting to the death would be would be a very very interesting uh a battle and i would really really like to see that i think dage using here i imagine dage like using his underworld magic and his powers and his strength and you know um like the the arsenal of weapons that he has that are that are just so unique and 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 scary and fighting um you know darkon i i picture darkon like kind of being kind of cocky walking up to him and they're fighting and and darkon just creating these fragment weapons like out of thin air and just really giving dage like a a run for his money just because he keeps coming up with new weapons and new forms of attacks um, with these weapons on, on Dage, but then him quickly counterbalancing them with his underworld uh, magic. I, I think that that would be a very interesting fight. Can we, can someone do that? If anyone from AE is listening, can, can, is there a way you can like come up with the, the classes and, and test them? Can you just for fun, just create, you know, have Darkon and Dage, like make them, classes like have make them have classes respectful to each other and just fight and just like let it play out and see who wins i just want to know I, I think that would be so interesting our last segment idea comes from hikari hikari posted in my discord saying a theoretical event what kind of atmosphere would you like to establish what scenery would you put in place to put a certain feeling in the player's mind when you traverse the area what thoughts would you want them to have? Okay. Um, that's a, ooh, a theoretical event. Hmm. I would have, if I could make, okay, if I can make any, uh, all right, so I'm a huge fan of, like, the cyberpunk genre of of movies and games and, and art. I absolutely love that. I think it's I think it's beautiful and awesome. Um basically my theoretical event would would be taking Blade Runner like 2049 and that whole world and how it looks and put it into AQW and make them, you know, and and, and through the event they're going going and 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 finding out rep, who like who are replicants and and stuff like that. And I think that would be such a cool thing to see like a cool event to play out in AQW. Like the scenery would be beautiful. Like in if you've ever seen Blade Runner 2049, that one like iconic scene where Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. Wait, is it Ryan Reynolds? Oh my god, Ryan Gosling. Oh, what am I saying? Um Ryan Gosling is like face to face talking to that pink, like pinkish blue, like hologram lady. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine that in AQW? That'd be so sick. Um yeah, I think that would be cool to have like your character going through like discovering who these replicants are and and trying to uh, eliminate them and stuff like that. I think that would think I think like a Blade Runner twenty forty nine event would be really cool. 
like and I would have no puns in it. I would make this like a very ser- serious like like story, like intense and and you're just sucked in and, and engaged like playing this whole entire story. I think that'd be really cool. Um so yeah, Hikari I would have to say like a Blade Runner twenty forty nine type event for sure. Alrighty guys, I think that wraps it up. I think I answered all the questions that I had on Twitter um and Discord and stuff like that. Let me just double check, make sure I didn't miss anything i think i got them got them all that the ones that I, I i wanted to answer so that's where i'm going to end this episode again i know i said at the beginning of the episode that it was going to be going to be a shorter one and i truly apologize for that and i'm i'm sorry that it that it's a shorter episode because i believe it was hikari who who uh w- was giving me some um some tips on the podcast what what her, what he would like to see and he he said that he really likes the longer episodes and that he he like he he likes the short episodes like you you know you 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 it's good to listen to you learn stuff but he feels like it gets cut short because it it you know it's not it's not long and I don't know I, and I agree with that I, I I like the longer episodes as well but you know this one this one's a little short so I apologize that uh it is that way and I apologize that there's no interview this week I'm gonna try to set up another interview as soon as possible. Um, so I'm not going to promise that episode seven will be an interview because I have real life things going on. So I might not be able to do another interview. Um, so we'll see about that, but I'll, I'll try my best. Um, but when an interview does happen, I please follow me on Twitter. I will let you guys know when that happens. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Um, so yeah, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, episode six or today. Yeah. Well, yeah, today's this week's episode, episode six. Um, thank you all who asked questions. Uh, I hope I answered them. <laughs> I hope they were good. I answered them to the best of my abilities. So thank you guys for participating in that. If you guys want to, you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow the AdventureCast uh, podcast on Twitter at AC Live Podcast, and you can follow my main Twitter, like my lanky Twitter, uh, at LankyAQW. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and uh, apparently this app called Radio Public. So you can find the podcast there. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I forgot to say. I can't believe I didn't say it's at the beginning of the episode. Um, shame on me. But uh, since the uh, podcast has been around for a month, which means the YouTube channel has been around for a month. I was eligible for a custom URL. So now on YouTube, you can go to the channel, you can go into the into the search bar or search bar into the URL and type in youtube.com slash adventurecast. You can find it that way. We have our own adventurecast URL now, so it's easier to access the channel and find it. So I'm very happy about that. So thank you guys for for sticking around I, I believe i'm at like 166 67 subscribers you guys are killing it on the support and i and i truly thank you for that and before i head out i just want to say if you guys want to join the adventure cast discord we got a really strong good community there if you guys want to join and and have fun and have fun discussions and we meet up in game i always i always let everyone know when i'm going to be in game to hang out and and a lot of people usually show up to hang out and, and farm a boss or play the new event or, you know, stuff like that. So, or, you know, just simply hang out and, and talk and just chat, you know? So if you guys want to join the discord, please do that. I will leave the link in the description below. 
Um, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this week's episode, episode six of AdventureCast. I will see all of you next week for episode seven. Peace.